This is Dave Lyle, a.k.a. The Mad Scientist, and you're listening to the M-W Tactical Podcast. What's up, good people? Thank you for taking the time and listening to the M-W Tactical Podcast. Please, go visit the M-W Tactical store at www.m-wtactical.com forward slash store and help support our efforts by purchasing a shirt or two. If you haven't done so, go follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for M-W Tactical. All right, good people. We're back at it again. Another installation of the M-W Tactical podcast. And like always, sitting across from me, I have my main man, my brother from another mother, Dave, the bad scientist. What's up, Dave? What's up, Mike? Hi, guys. Not too much, man. Like I said, I had... um. Three good days of training with Keto Bussy, and I'm actually looking forward to sleep applying some of this technique <laughs> in my dreams right now. <laughs> Man, I am like wore out. Man, these three days have been hard. And oh, yeah, when I say hard, I'm saying it more along the lines of just the training aspect of being in the sun and just running around all day and just learning new stuff. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the challenges, but at the same time, um, I need a break right now. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I believe it. So uh, a couple months ago, I gave you some advice about Keita's class. Did you adhere to my advice? <laughs> uh, yes and no. Um, the only thing I didn't do was take any type of medication before the match. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, so but what I did do was I did stretch. I, I can't say I did stretch, and it helped a little bit, but at the same time, I'm more like, oh, my goodness, my feet are killing me. <laughs> three days would, would be tough. I, I didn't do three days. I, I did the basic class, which was a two-day class, and, I, yeah, I was worn out after that. And then you somehow made it through a third day today or uh, Monday. Well, you know, in in my defense, the advanced class, I did take a two-hour break in the class because I had an appointment I had to go to. So I ended up leaving, but then I came back and, you know, continued the fight. (laughs) No, it it was a good class. I enjoyed the advanced class a lot. I got a lot of good information, a lot of good drills um, to work on to help, you know, progress our practice. Right. So I'm, I'm actually um, asking everybody to stay tuned for later on in the show. We're going to have this interview with Keita, whereas we talked on the first day after training and then we did it again the next day. Well, the next two days later, because we ended up talking about um, the training from day two and then went into the advanced training as well. So. Stay tuned for that um, portion of the show coming up here shortly. Yeah, that'll be good. First-hand experience. Oh, yes. Yeah, so um, it was something that um, caught me off guard, but at the same time, I kind of related her teachings to almost like a chiropractor. Well, not even a chiropractor. I would say like (laughs) um, I'm losing my wording right now from being tired, but (laughs) Let's um, physical therapist. Let's put it like that. A physical therapist on the shooting side of things. Okay. Yeah. 
you know what I'm saying? Because of the fact she will say, okay, how about you try this? And if you came at her and said, well, my hip, my knee, then she'll start giving you different options that can work with you. But then she'll tell you, okay, if you work on this, this might loosen up that area and make it better for you. So it was practically like physical therapy on the range, in a sense of speaking. Well, she's she's good at that. She knows she knows the human body, right. and uh, you know ways to work around injuries or uh, you know things like that. Yeah. So now um, I did get a hold of the book, and I'm going to break down the book and um, do all the reading since you always reference the book to me. So I got some. Kept up so, like I said, uh, so stay tuned for um, the interview with Kita and myself. That's going to be taking place later on in the show. But the training was good. And I will say, if she is coming to your area, jump in on that class. There is a lot of stuff that is good stuff that will help you for your shooting game. Yes, yeah, good. I'm, I'm glad you feel that way. Um, I thought you would. Yeah. I did, um, you know, after the, the basic class I took few months back and i enjoyed the uh, advanced class um just as much a lot of good information a lot of stuff that you can you can train on for you know multiple years <laughs> yes. i mean it's a, that's what it all comes down to so now i'm going to take these new pieces that are in my kit bag now to these major matches that you took my arm and put it behind my back and started twisting and <laughs> saying, I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm thinking these techniques will help me better advance in these major matches that I want to do as well. So, you know, not to take any away from anything away from the local matches, but like I was telling somebody earlier today, the major matches I can't see the, the more, you know, technical driven side of things that make you think more and move differently. Whereas a level one match is more welcoming and it kind of flows a little bit better, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Usually your, your area matches or, or your level two matches will have a little more, you know, be a little more technically demanding, um, kind of test your skills a little more, but, right. but that's, that's what you want. You're having a lot of uh, higher caliber shooters uh, going to those matches, and you know you want to see who's the better shooter. Yeah, that's, that's what it comes down. But to. I, I enjoy the major matches, and some of my best performances have actually been at major matches. And I'm not entirely certain why that is. Whether it's um, I I don't know. Maybe a little bit of added stress kind of helps me focus you know, on, on the task at hand or I don't know, but, um, I enjoy them. I, I get, I don't know. I don't feel like I have so much to do maybe at a local match trying to help out, um, RO and, and stuff like that. Maybe I get more time to focus, um, on the shooting. Well, you might be um, one of those type people. Whereas like when I was younger playing basketball, I used to play better when I got upset or pissed off at something, you know what I'm saying? So um, that might be the same thing with you. Whereas that little bit of extra drive or the competition value that's around you is pushing you 
Whereas you like, okay, I'm I'm not gonna let this guy get me. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be. I don't know. They're fun. I enjoy the uh, the level two matches. Everyone should check them out. They're, you know, they're more challenging. But there's no reason to to not go shoot them, not to check them out. Go go try them out. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. So the next one we have coming up, major match wise, that we're doing, but on different days, is the Area Six match taking place in Florida in August. So I'm actually looking forward to that one, you know, so be my first big one area match. <laughs> so I'm actually, like I said, I'm looking forward to it overall. Yeah. So this should be a good one. That's um, uh, Manny and Gorka from Extreme GM are, uh, are putting this match on this year, area six this year. Um, they have a nice range there. Um, they've been doing a lot of work to the range, adding bays and, and building up the bays. Uh, they promised me it would be ready for area six. And since it got postponed even further than it was, I think we should definitely have a good match, a good range and a good match um, this year in August. Yeah. So I know with area six, I'm squatted with Tim Heron. So, um, this right here is going to be a fun one because that's like the coach inside of the coach. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think that's going to be fun. And then, um, we're taking off to Area 5 in September, and we're doing that one together, same squad. Yep, second weekend, yep. September. That's in uh, Ohio. Yep. Um, can't remember the name of the range right now. <laughs> and then, um, like what, two weeks later, we'll be doing the Georgia State match um, squatted together as well. Yeah, yep. And then um, – I'm wrapping it up as of right now. This is the last one on my list is nationals that is taking place in October and we're on the same squad on that one as well. Yeah, that's going to be fun. It's going to be yes. a good time. So that will be the biggest one that I do. But as of right now, you know, the next one is going to be the biggest one that I'm entering, which would be area six. Yeah, so so there's some serious competition there. It should be fun. Area matches, uh, you know, bring in a lot of good competition. Yeah, um, I'm curious to see how I do stack up with the big dogs, as I call it. Yeah, it's interesting to see. Um, unless you go shoot them, you'll never know. Yeah, that's true right there. <laughs> but um, this weekend, Mid Carolina is having their local – match here in Columbia, South Carolina, which I must say, and it hurts my heart to say this, Lucky is up two to one. So <laughs> even though I dished it out towards him, I got to dish it out to myself for him as well. So congratulations, Lucky. You are up two to one, but Lucky told me he would not be at the Mid-Carolina match because he had to work. So I have to wait oh, to redeem myself <laughs> to tie. And, uh, <laughs> is he shooting Area Six? Do you know? I uh, think he's doing. Yes, he is doing Area Six. Yeah, he is doing Area Six. So, well, but, maybe we can get him out to a match before then. Yeah, um, I think what it is is uh, he will be out. He told me when we talked. And it was like last week sometime, but I was tired when we was talking, so I can't remember everything in detail what he said. But I do remember him saying that 
between now and area six, his workload is fluctuating and he's not going to be able to do as much shooting because he has to do, um, you know, his, you know, duties at home. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, can't hold that against him. So. No, understandable. You know, but once again, I will say Lucky <laughs> is uh, two to one. Congratulations, Lucky. <laughs> I hear the sincerity in your voice. Yeah, like I said, it hurts my heart to say this. <laughs> but like I said, I did dish it out to him, what, four or five weeks in a row that I was I was up. <laughs> so uh, lucky congratulations. He's up two to one. <laughs> so all in fun. It's all in fun. So, but um, I'm actually looking forward to getting out and doing some training, you know, with you, especially after that keto class that we just got finished doing. Yeah. Um, she showed us some great drills and I really, I'm not, you know, super great at the drills, but I don't, maybe that's part of the reason that I, I like the drills that she showed us so, so much is because it's something that I can work on and improve on that I know that I need to, you know, right. improve on. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to it as well. Yeah. So like I said, overall, um, it's going to be a good thing. And another thing I forgot to mention is that um, Coach B actually signed up for the Georgia State match as well. What? Yeah, so level actually, two. Is that her first like, level two? It will be her first level two. Nice. Yeah. So she was um she was scared for some reason. And I think what it was, she had to see it first. Because you know, like how you can say something to somebody, but your perception and how they take it, two different values. Sure. So yeah. by her actually going to the sectional match, she actually stated that, oh, it's nothing more than a regular match, but they got people working the stages more. Sure, it really isn't all that much different. I mean, yeah. typically they're they're they run a little smoother. You know, mm-hmm. they, they there's more staff. Right. Um, you know, they usually f- just flow pretty well. We had a, a you know extreme condition at South Carolina State that nobody could prevent with the weather and the tropical right. storm and all that. But typically, they they run pretty smooth and a lot. You know, you might see a little more challenging uh, requirements of the stages, but other than that, it's it's the same thing. Right. So um, I think she was putting the undue stress on herself because with us sitting there talking, it's more along the lines of us saying like, oh, this is a higher level match. This is a level two match. And hearing that stress is something that kind of, took away from her from oh, I'm not ready for that I'm not ready for that and of course like I said when we talk one-on-one I don't want to be like hey just do it you'll be okay right I just be I give it to her from my perspective which is hey, it's just another match that's all it really is but we joke around so much that she when I would say something like that, she don't know if I'm being serious or if I'm trying to set her up. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> but when she heard other people, you know, say pretty much the same thing, and then she's seen it for herself, then later on she was like, "Man, I could have signed up for this," <laughs> you know. So, but, yeah. Well, it's it's. I'm sure it's a very common uh, perception um, when you're first getting into to shooting USPSA. 
mm-hmm. you hear level two and you see all the GMs that are registered and it can be an intimidating thing, but yeah. it really doesn't have to be. No, nah, so I think she's going to go out there and she's going to do good um, because I see the drive in her. You know what I'm saying? So she's she's going to have fun with it overall. At least I think she will. Good. Yeah. So, oh, we are doing a giveaway also. Yes. And, and if you follow um, Munitions Weapons Tactical on Instagram, you would actually see that we're giving away two gift certificates from Red Hill Tactical a box of ammo from Outdoor Dynamics that is signed by Keita Bussy, a magazine pouch donated from Lucky Shot Firearms because Lucky won two to one. I think he only <laughs> donated it because he felt bad for me. You know. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't feel bad. <laughs> no, I think that's what it was. He, he won on a DQ. He felt bad about it. So he's uh, here, oh, oh, oh. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give this to you so you can donate it to somebody. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, yeah, so Lucky donated um, a mag pouch from Blade Tech. That is a mag pouch for a Glock 43. So if you got a Glock 43, this could be your chance to get a mag pouch from Blade Tech. And then the final thing that we have on the prize table is a pair of Hunter HD Gold shooting glasses. Ah, nice. Very nice. Brian's very generous to uh, offer offer a pair of his glasses for the donation. Yes. For giveaway. We're going to figure this out on how we're going to do the giveaway. So what I want to tell everybody is go to Munitions Weapons Tactical on Instagram, M-W Tactical on Facebook, and CSRA Shooters on Facebook, and at CSRA Shooters on Instagram, and look for the video as we're going to talk about how the rules are going to play it out. So we're still trying to figure out how we're going to do this to make it fair for everybody. And once that is put out, we're going to do the drawing on Thursday. So I would say we will probably end up doing it on Facebook Live. Oh, nice. Yes. So either Facebook or Instagram Live. One of the two we're going to – I'm going to figure it out and – and then, like I said, it's going to be a great giveaway, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So if you would like a chance to win one of two of the gift certificates from Red Hill Tactical, a box of 9 millimeter bullets from Outdoor Dynamics, a Glock 43 mag pouch from Blade Tech, and a pair of 100 HD Gold shooting glasses, all you got to do is just go to the social media platform of M-W Tactical on Facebook, Munitions Weapons Tactical on Instagram, CSRA Shooters on Facebook, and CSRA Shooters on Instagram, and wait for that video to come out tomorrow that's going to talk about how we're going to do this giveaway. Nice. I have a Glock 43. Can I register for the giveaway? Sure. You won't win, but you're more than one direction. <laughs> <Dang it. laughs> so we got to keep it fair. We got to keep it fair because um, we do share a lot of goodies and giveaways, you know what I'm saying, out to the people. So 
it's all about giving back. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. So outside of rest, what do you have going on for this upcoming match? Upcoming match, Mid Carolina. Well, I'm. Uh, I really want to try to get out and get some live fire this week. Live fire practice. Right. Um, the week is getting shorter already, so <laughs> I've got to go back to work tomorrow. Um, but I'm going to try to make it out one day this week, just to get some more um, some more rounds downrange and get ready for the match at Mid Carolina uh, Saturday morning. That's it right there. So I know what I'm about to do is. I'm about to go stretch it out, and I'm about to um, do some form of dry fire and prepare. And whatever day you decide you want to head out there to the range, let me know, and I'll meet you out there. And yes, sir. Sounds a little good. bit of practicing going on. Please stay in your seats, and here are a few words from our sponsors. JM4 Tactical has developed a state-of-the-art polymer holster that will quickly become your go-to holster. With high quality hermit oak leather, securely sewn to the interior of the molded outer Bolteron shell, your draw becomes silent and no more scratches up and down your firearm. When seconds count, you can rest assured that you will have the upper hand when you need it most. Whether you carry open or concealed, the Relic Holster is available in four different models, fitting over hundreds of different style guns. The new reliable, easy, light, individual carry holster by JM4 Tactical. Order your relic today at jm4tactical.com. Are you in the market to purchase your first or next firearm, but find the atmosphere of a gun store intimidating, crowded, or uninviting? There's a way for you to purchase the gun you want while avoiding the crowds, the gruff salesmen, and the marked up prices that come with a brick and mortar gun store. The process is called a transfer, where the purchase is made in an online store or is sent to a federally licensed middleman called an FFL, who processes the paperwork and background check for a firearm purchase. CAE Transfers is the FFL with the lowest transfer cost in the Midlands at only $20 or $15 with the presentation of a South Carolina concealed weapons permit and $10 for repeat customers. If you live in Columbia, South Carolina or its surrounding areas, choose CAE Transfers as your FFFL during checkout and let me help you complete your online gun purchase. You can find and follow CAE Transfers online at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using at CAE Transfers. Thank you for your business and I look forward to seeing you soon. The Gun Cleaners. Our solvent is I think second to none. Our lube is second to none. Their lube's heavier than water, which is just a huge thing. People don't really put a lot of thought into that, just how huge that is to have on your gun, especially if you can still carry. The gun cleaners. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, you're going to sweat a lot of the other lubes off. With ours, it'll stay there. The gun cleaners. And maintaining the quality of the process, the quality of the end result is another, and you guys are able to do both with the process that you have there. Order your supply of the lube and the solvent at www.theguncleaners.com. Hey, this is Brian Conley at Hunter's HD Gold. If you've never tried Hunter's HD Gold, then I challenge you to find me at a match next year. Go to the website under scheduled events, find out where I'm going to be. Come meet me in person and demo a pair for yourself. 
find out why shooters across the United States are changing the Hunter's HD Gold to get 43% more light to their eyes, better contrast, eyes that are not fatigued at the end of the day based on the, the colors that we use, and find out the real meaning of why they change so you don't have to. So check us out on our website, huntershdgold.com, and I look forward to seeing you at the range soon. Now we're going to go ahead and jump into a little bit of word on the 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 Thank you for listening to the M-W Tactical Podcast. I am Coach B. I hope you all have had a great week coming off the South Carolina sectional battle at the beach. We are picking it back up with the local matches that are taking place in our local area. The matches as of right now that we are tracking to take place are as follows. This week, there is a local match taking place in Columbia, South Carolina at Mid-Carolina Rifle Club. For those who are interested in signing up for this half-day format match, you can look up MCRC on practice score and sign up for some shooting fun taking place on 13 June with registration opening up at 8.30 a.m., and shooting starts at 9 a.m. for the morning squad and the afternoon squad starting at 12 p.m. Sandhill Shooting Sports out of Lugolf, South Carolina, registration is open and this match will take place on 21 June. Head over to Practice Score and look up SSS and sign up for a squad. Registration is also open for CSRA in Augusta, Georgia. This match is taking place on 27 June. Head over to practice score and look up CSRA and jump on a squad. If you listen to the show regularly, then you know Lucky Gray of Lucky Shot Firearms and Michael Woodland of M-W Tactical have a healthy competition going on leading up to the Mid-Carolina Toys for Tots match taking place in November of this year. Right now, Lucky is in the lead with a score of 2-1. to one. I am asking everyone to chime in and state who you think will win this challenge. There is something brewing up between these two that is about to be good. Stay tuned for more of this challenge between these two. If you know of someone who is new to firearms, pass the word to contact us at m-wtactical so they can receive free training. Yes, you heard me correctly, free. Michael believes that if you are new to firearms, that you should not be charged for getting clarity on safety at the introductory level. He says that is his way of saying thank you for being part of the 2A community. Contact me at info at m-wtactical.com and in the subject bar, put the words free training and we will get you scheduled for the free training. If you are interested in becoming a CRO for the competition sport in USPSA, there will be a class taking place on 31 October to 1 November at Mid-Carolina Rifle Club. You must have been an RO for at least one year to the date of the class or work two major matches to meet the requirements for the CRO class. For more information, please email lgraysection at yahoo.com. Please check out the apparel that is offered at www.m-wtactical.com forward slash store. 
There are some new shirts that are up now, and if you notice, you will see the Coach B shirt. Be on the lookout for more Coach B apparel to be coming soon. Please purchase a shirt or two and know that your purchase is going to help those who are in need. Visit www.m-wtactical.com forward slash store. For those who would like for your information of your shooting event to be featured on the M-W Tactical podcast, send me an email at info at m-wtactical.com and in the subject line put word on the streets so we can inform those who listen to our show. There is no charge for the bulletin to let others know what is going on in the shooting community. Please be safe. JM4 Tactical has developed a state-of-the-art polymer holster that will quickly become your go-to holster. With high-quality Hermit Oak leather, securely sewn to the interior of the molded outer Bolteron shell, your draw becomes silent and no more scratches up and down your firearm. When seconds count, you can rest assured that you will have the upper hand when you need it most. Whether you carry open or concealed, the Relic Holster is available in four different models, fitting over hundreds of different style guns. The new reliable, easy, light, individual carry holster by JM4 Tactical. Order your Relic today at jm4tactical.com. Are you in the market to purchase your first or next firearm, but find the atmosphere of a gun store intimidating, crowded, or uninviting? There's a way for you to purchase the gun you want while avoiding the crowds, the gruff salesmen, and the marked up prices that come with a brick and mortar gun store. The process is called a transfer, where the purchase is made in an online store and sent to a federally licensed middleman called an FFL, who processes the paperwork and background check for a firearm purchase. CAE Transfers is the FFL with the lowest transfer cost in the Midlands at only $20 or $15 with the presentation of a South Carolina concealed weapons permit and $10 for repeat customers. If you live in Columbia, South Carolina or its surrounding areas, choose CAE Transfers as your FFL during checkout and let me help you complete your online gun purchase. You can find and follow CAE Transfers online at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using at CAE Transfers. Thank you for your business, and I look forward to seeing you soon. What's up, good people? Thank you for taking the time and listening to the M-W Tactical Podcast. Please, go visit the M-W Tactical store at www.m-wtactical.com forward slash store and help support our efforts by purchasing a shirt or two. If you haven't done so, go follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for M-W Tactical. All right, good people. We're back at it again. And this is part one of the interview with Keita Bussey. Now, Keita Bussey came to Columbia, South Carolina, and she did her movement class. And I must say, the first day is done, and I am wore out. Can't blame it on the sun. I'm blaming it on Kita. So <laughs> without further ado, what's going on, Kita? How's it going for you? Hey, what's up? Better than me, I know. It's, it's <laughs> definitely my fault. Yes, it is. Day one is intense. Got to get through the bread and butter to get to, well, got to get through the main meal to get through get to the dessert, right? Hey, that's it. 
<laughs> so the training portion of today was something I did not know what to expect. I didn't know what to look forward to. The only thing I know is Dave, the mad scientist, stated that he enjoyed the class because I know Dave enjoys a challenge. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I did it. I was struggling. I'm not going to even lie. I was struggling. <laughs> um, in what way? In ways of moving. Because my past career, anything dealing with athletics or being physical, I've always taken bigger steps. Basketball, you know, big steps, right? The only time I took choppy steps was in defending somebody, but I'm looking at them and my movement is based off of them versus as me getting from one point to the next point, which is get there as fast as you can, which is a bigger step for me, you know? So I was struggling with taking choppy steps at the beginning and it almost took me all day to get it <laughs> you know so that was one thing I was struggling with and the other thing I was struggling with whereas anything dealing with athletics I never really had to think about it but today I'm literally thinking about every piece of movement I was doing in order to do it so how often do you see that in your class? All the time. People get in their own heads all the time. Mm -hmm. So that's a normal part of the process. It's kind of like if, if I tell you, okay, explain to me how you are going to walk from point A to point B. And you're like, I'm going to lift up my foot and move it forward and set it down and then lift up my other foot. Like if you're thinking about it in that way, it makes it really hard to just do it. Right. Because you're overthinking everything, and that's a normal part of the process of learning something new. Right. So the day went on. It just went on and on and on like that, whereas we was doing drills. I enjoyed every drill we did, but <clears throat> everything that was new as far as breaking down these movements, I was struggling until it somewhat clicked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's somewhat that quick. was an exciting moment. Yes, it was. So backing up into this one drill that you call the crossover step, mm -hmm. right? So that one, I didn't have to think too much about that one because that was almost a Natural. basketball drill you yes. know, for me, right? So I was like, okay, this one right here is easy for me to process. I didn't really have to think about that one. Now... What was the other one? The pivot? The pivot, pivot push. Pivot push. All right. That one? Oh, my goodness. Whew. <laughs> my goodness. Oh, man. I was like, okay, maybe I just need to go ahead and sit down and figure this out. But then after we did it three or four times live, we went, um, the my partner, who we, because we was um, doing it two at a time. So Rick and myself went to the back berm. And we just started talking and breaking it down. And once we broke it down, what I came up with was I think that we're so used to moving at our natural speed 
that we're not slowing down enough to process it. Exactly. You know, so um, I found that to be interesting. But when we got to that point, what did you see? Well, that's why I have you dry fire it first so you can mm. slowly work through and process the step. So the live fire shouldn't happen until you, after you've processed it mentally. Right. So you kind of just jumped right into the live fire without mm. really going through the process mentally during the dry fire part. Right. So, like I said, it was a challenge. And pretty much I can honestly say now looking back at everybody who I shoot with regularly pretty much everybody does some form of a drop step because mm -hmm. you even told me that like you almost did it like a drop step mm -hmm. right so like when I was focusing on running right instead of leaning and just naturally falling out position and taking the short steps and running use gravity to yeah. your advantage right so I was like, man, really, really? Now that I think back on it, pretty much everybody who we shoot with, well, who I shoot with regularly, is doing some form of a drop step. Why you know? would you fight gravity when you can use gravity? Well, you know, some people don't know what they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, like I said, I, I found that pretty interesting. But what though, what so. happened once you used the gravity? What happened to your times? Oh, yeah, all of it went where'd down. Where'd you start at yeah. and where'd you end at? The first one was like seven seconds the next one was five seconds and then that last one of course the last one i really didn't think about what i had to do i just let it, it happen just shoot right and then that one turned out to be like um 256 just under three seconds so and That's i honestly thought you improvement yeah and I, honestly i didn't i thought you didn't get the last beat like the last shot on the timer but you was right there on top of me. So I was like, okay, she did get it. So <laughs> this I is, definitely got it. Yeah. And you definitely did it that fast. Yeah. So I was like, holy cow. So we did uh, about three or four more drills. And then we pieced it all together, all the drills. And then we ran the stage. And this morning, my <clears throat> first time was 22... 16 2260 or something like that yeah and then at the end of the day it actually came down to 18 something 1810 yeah 1810 that is a big change and drop right there and you mm -hmm. also so the first one was 22 something right but then you went up to 24 something as mm -hmm. you were trying to incorporate a new plan that you weren't to, used to right and then went back down from 24 to 18. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, this really does work. So now the class that you was given, I honestly feel everybody today have gotten the one-on-one training in a big way. So that personalized training that people are actually looking for you carved it out for everybody because everybody in our class had some form of a joint issue, but some people were older, some people were younger, but you were still giving people that help and everybody shave some form of time off of mm -hmm. their initial. So that is <clears throat> remarkable because even when you first talk to somebody about 
Like if I had to explain what you did, I'm like, just movement coach. I don't look, look at the videos. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Versus if Tim Heron or Steve Anderson, I can give that class in depth, like telling people, okay, this is what you're gonna learn, this is what you're gonna do. But I've never taken a movement class. You're the only one teaching a movement class though. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so individualized. Yes, exactly. It's so. not for the general you can't just put something out there for the general public. Like mm-hmm. it everybody's body moves differently. And you have to be able to look at that and assess that, evaluate it, and give them feedback for their body, for the way their body moves. We had a guy with a a rod through his toe today, so he couldn't do the pivot push in the normal way. So I gave him a different way to do it, and he took five seconds off his run. Wow. So, like I said, it works. So, right now, I'm blaming me being tired Mm -hmm. on Dave, the mad scientist, because now... I believe he set me up for failure. (laughs) (laughs) But all in all, today was a good day. And I felt like I left with a big tool in my kit bag now. Oh, for sure. So several. Oh, yeah. Well, and the first day of the movement class, when you're learning the bread and butter, the meat and potatoes, it's it's hard because you've got to get in the reps. And that involves running. It's like doing sprints back and forth on and off all day long. I did give you guys significant breaks because we had a small class. But, I mean, you're working hard all day long. And then once we get through that bread and butter, that meat and potatoes, then we can get to the fun stuff. Mm. We, I mean, not that this wasn't fun. It was awesome seeing your times improve so dramatically. But tomorrow, when we come back, it'll be more stand and shoot and mental game and how to manage your vision and things like that. And then we get into the advanced class the following day, which is even more mental management and how to set up your training plan and things like that. So it's not that hardcore destroy your body kind of stuff. And we had, okay, when I say destroy your body, keep in mind, we had an elderly gentleman in the class who did very well Mm -hmm. and took... 30 seconds off of his stage run. Right. 30. Mm-hmm. 30 seconds. Right. And then we had another guy with some serious injuries who took 20 or 15, 20 seconds off. I didn't see his time, but I know for a fact um, Gene took off 30 seconds. I do yeah. know that. So yes. the other guy, I didn't look at the other guy. Well, the other two, I didn't look at them either. So. Yeah, so guys were taking off significant time. We had a lot of fun doing it. Mm. And if these guys with these severe injuries and an elderly guy who's had a heart attack and is diabetic, these guys can get through it. Anyone can get through it. That's so true. So true. So now I'm actually looking forward to day two and then tying everything together and then see how my crouching tiger hit and dragon. Today, I think it was just a test run of crouching tiger hit and dragon. <laughs> we'll get to so. crouching tiger hit and dragon soon. <laughs> yeah, so um, awesome run. It was awesome run today. So um, You but, caught a glimpse today. Yeah, so Tomorrow, I'm actually... we'll put it together. I'm very happy about what actually took place today. So it was eye-opener. And um, another thing that I'm actually proud of is... A lot of times when you go to a class, the instructor 
will tell you what has to happen and won't show you. But I think by one, you being a female and being a female in a male dominated sport, teaching a unique class, a movement class, and then you still went out there and demonstrated what was supposed to take place, right? For me, I was like, okay, I got to give you kudos on that one, right? Because <laughs> honestly, all day I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, if she's teaching a class, I wonder how many times people will try to rebuke her or, you know, go against you because you're a female. You see what I'm saying? That never happens. Never? Okay. Because I was sitting there It like, did at first right. when I was first coming up, but now I think enough people have taken my class and seen mm. the improvements and the gains that I've established enough of a reputation. Right. They know what I can do. Right. And it's never been about my shooting. My goal, like like I told you in class today, most people have the goal of, I want to make GM or I want to win nationals or whatever. Mm -hmm. And as much as I love shooting, my goals have never been for myself. My mm -hmm. goals are always for my students. I want to make you a GM. I want to make you a national champion. Right. Like I said, I like that. So right now, this is part one of the interview in the class with Keita Bussey. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to have part two of the interview with Keita Bussey about the movement class. Stay tuned, and here are a few words from our sponsors. I'm Jason Pratt, Masterclass USPSA shooter, owner of Brass Monkey Bullets. If you're interested in competition bullets, visit www.com. BrassMonkeyBulletsLLC.com or call me at 423-967-1063. For more information, my email is BrassMonkeyBulletsLLC at gmail.com. Thank you. Hey, this is Brian Conley at Hunter's HD Gold. If you've never tried Hunter's HD Gold, then I challenge you to find me at a match next year. Go to the website under scheduled events, find out where I'm going to be. Come meet me in person and demo a pair for yourself. Find out why shooters across the United States are changing the Hunter's HD Gold to get 43% more light to their eyes, better contrast, eyes that are not fatigued at the end of the day based on the, the colors that we use, and find out the real meaning of why they change so you don't have to. So check us out on our website, huntershdgold.com, and I look forward to seeing you at the range soon. JM4 Tactical has developed a state-of-the-art polymer holster that will quickly become your go-to holster. With high-quality Hermit Oak leather, securely sewn to the interior of the molded outer Bolteron shell, your draw becomes silent and no more scratches up and down your firearm. When seconds count, you can rest assured that you will have the upper hand when you need it most. Whether you carry open or concealed, the Relic Holster is available in four different models, fitting over hundreds of different style guns. The new reliable, easy, light, individual carry holster by JM4 Tactical. Order your Relic today 
at jm4tactical.com. The gun cleaners. Our solvent is, I think, second to none. Our lube is second to none. Their lube's heavier than water, which is just a huge thing. People don't really put a lot of thought into that, just how huge that is to have on your gun, especially if you still carry. The gun cleaners. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, you're going to sweat a lot of the other lubes off. With ours, it'll stay there. The gun cleaners. And maintaining the quality of the process, the quality of the end result is another, and you guys are able to do both with the process that you have there. Order your supply of the lube and the solvent at www.theguncleaners.com. All right, good people. We're back at it again, and we're going to talk a little bit about day two of Kita Bussey's basic movement class, and then we're going to go into her advanced movement class. So, day two, coming into it, I was a little sore, but at the same time, I felt like once the adrenaline started pumping, I could effectively start moving, especially when we started doing the drills a little bit more. So, what is your concept on going into day two versus day one with your movement, your basic movement class? So day two is far more intellectually driven. So day one, we've got to get through the meat and potatoes, the bread and butter, like I said before. Day two, we can get into some more fun stuff. Day two, we talk about the quiet eye. We do resistance training for transitions. We do the hitch step. So it's a little bit more intricate. All right. So now... I know a lot of people heard this quiet eye talk before because Dave is a big proponent of talking about the quiet eye without giving all the secrets, because I will tell everybody you have to come to the class to understand the concept of the quiet eye. But I will let Kita say what she's willing to say about it right now. So the drills I came up with on the quiet eye are based on research by Joan Vickers a kinesiologist who in 2007 decided she was going to figure out what separated pro athletes from elite athletes who have to aim, like the Tiger Woods or Michael Jordans of the world. And this is what she came up with, and that's what my drills are based off of. Nice. So it's something that when you listen to her talk about it, you're going to be like, is it that simple? But when you apply it, it is not that simple because basically it's something you got to train yourself to get used to yeah so Mm -hmm. the first four strings of the drill you're training yourself to program your eyes exactly where to go then the fifth one we do at match pace at full speed so then you're trusting yourself to do what you programmed your eyes to do on the previous four runs all right so now applying all the techniques that we learned from day one into day two. So the end of day two was a success for everybody in the class because we made it through the class without having to call EMTs to come out and revise anybody. (laughs) (laughs) So now day three for me was taking the advanced class because when Keita came, 
she said she wanted to do the two-day basic class followed by the one-day advanced class. Stepping into the advanced class, I honestly thought I was going to be a little bit more tender from the previous two days. But when we actually started moving, I was like, man, I actually feel pretty good today. So I don't know if it was getting used to it or whatever the case may be. Getting some sleep. Yeah, that might have been it too. (laughs) So the first thing we did was we we arrived at the range and you kicked everybody off the bay. Yes. So this blind training that was taking place and we was all sitting down there talking and we was doing a worksheet that you handed to us. So I wanted to hear your thoughts of why that took place. So I wanted to force you to do a blind stage because a lot of times in competition, you get thrown into panic mode. You get thrown into survival mode. Something happens that's outside of your control and you've got to very quickly come up with a plan any plan, just something to survive the stage. Mm-hmm. It could have been on the previous stage, your gun broke and you've got to shoot right now. You've got 30 seconds to look at the stage, figure out a plan and then go shoot. And that's it. Also, if you're shooting IPSC, you have less than five minutes to walk particular stages and you can't set foot on the stage before your five minute walkthrough or less than five-minute walkthrough. So the length of the walkthrough depends on the size of the stage. Mm -hmm. And if you have a very large squad, all the guys are going to go directly to the spot they're struggling with, wondering if they can see a particular target from a particular location. And it's like ants on a watermelon. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard to see what you need to see, and you have such limited time to do it. I found that very interesting, but then again... Whenever I do any type of training, I love the challenge, all right? So going into it, I was like, okay, just keep a clear mind. Just do everything we talked about. It's all going to work out. I don't think I overthought anything. I didn't come in and panic. And when you said 30 seconds walkthrough, I'm thinking in my mind, 30 seconds is an eternity. And then by the time I counted out all the targets, and you was like, 10 seconds. I was like, what? Hold on. What just happened? I saw that. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Now I'm rushing, trying to come up with a quick stage plan. But instead of coming up with, okay, I'm going to do this target, this target, traverse to this target, I pretty much put the, I broke it down into like three sections pretty much. You know, so everything before the bend, it was like three targets and then that one lean. So that was in the first portion. The second portion was that little port, whereas I still kept missing that one target, <laughs> right? And then the third portion was um, everything else from the right side sweeping back to that one target on the far left. Now, in your so, defense, mm-hmm. I set up an extremely challenging stage because right. my friend Jessica Hook was in our class, mm-hmm. and she has PCC Nationals in two weeks. Right. So I wanted to make sure she had some challenges very specific to PCC. So normally I don't set it up that challenging for the 30-second challenge Mm -hmm. with the visualization of the stage plan. But for this particular stage, 
this particular day I did because of who was in the class. So you had an extra challenge, very, very challenging, complex stage with a lot of memorization. So you were fighting an uphill battle and you did very well. But the thing is, is like I said, I look forward to the challenge. I enjoyed the challenge because that competition within yourself. Like I wasn't out there competing against anybody else. I was competing against myself. That's what I saw on Mm. the drill we did with the four shooting boxes and all the steel. Oh yeah. You, you had a vendetta against you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Especially like when I know I can do something. Yeah. You knew you could do it. So you were going to do it and then you did it. But now not making any excuses I think I put myself at a disadvantage today doing that drill with the steel and the four boxes. So to let everybody know, uh, Keita put three boxes out and they was approximately, I mean, four boxes out and they was approximately um, five, 10 feet apart. But three boxes were kind of online, whereas the far left box was back, not completely online, but back a little bit. So if you was running from the middle box to the far left box, you got to kind of run backwards to get into the box. And then the fourth box was behind those three boxes, but in between the far right box and the middle box. But you couldn't go back to a position more than two times. So if I left the first box that was on the far left going to the middle box and then coming back to the far left box, I couldn't go back to the middle box again. I had to so pick another box. <laughs> basically, I so. took four shooting boxes and just plopped them down wherever I felt like it mm-hmm. and said, you can't move the same direction more than once to engage a steel. And you have to engage a steel. You get one shot on the steel from a box. If you miss, you go back to the end of the line. Right. So now, the reason why I said I put myself at a disadvantage I had an appointment I had to be at this morning. I had to be there between the hours of 12 and 2. And by the time I got to the range, it was already 2 (laughs) o'clock. So I left at 1130, got back at 2 o'clock. And I'm upset because I know I missed so much. And then when I stepped back to shooting, this was the drill I stepped into. So now, yeah, think about it. Everybody else is already kind of acclimated to the heat, whereas I was in the heat. I was good this morning starting off. Then I left, and I was in the and AC. And you got spoiled. Yes. And then you came back <laughs> while we were out there struggling oh all day. Yeah. So I was in the AC for an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Oh, poor baby. Yeah. <laughs> and then I come back out, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start shooting. The humidity picked up so bad. I mean, literally, I was like, oh, my goodness. I, like, started drenching sweat before I even put my gear on. So now when I'm shooting, I'm not in the the rhythm that I had from earlier. I had to find that rhythm again. So no excuses, but like I said, it was a learning curve for something on that plateau. But overall, I ended up having fun, but the one thing I did – pick up from that drill was visual patient the visual patience and trigger control so so what happened in that moment so you went from the very first run you took well 
what what happened your first run uh the first run well the way the rules were was if you miss a steal you're out all right so i missed the first steal out of the six that was up there so, so I then shot. you're to the back of the line after the first shot right what happened on the second run i hit the big steal went to the first box i wanted to go to next then i missed the steal again so you got one mm-hmm. shot second shot missed back to the back of the line right what happened on the third run the third run i ended up knocking down all the steal except for the last one and when i took it i missed it <laughs> so and then what happened on your fourth run? Then the fourth one, I just slowed myself down and hit it all. So, so what happened between drill number two and drill number three, where you went from hitting one or two to hitting all of them except the last one? Yeah, basically all I did was just slow myself down. And when I slowed myself down, I was pretty much doing the quiet eye technique. But then I was focusing more on pulling the trigger straight back versus trying to crank it off for speed. See, I would disagree. I don't think you slowed yourself down. Mm. I think you switched your focus. Okay. So explain that because my perception when I did it, I felt like I was talking to myself more. Okay, slow down, slow pull. Good. Never think slow. No, I'm not saying it like slow, but I'm saying it like the way I was doing it that's how it was like translating in my mind so you never want to catch yourself thinking go fast go fast or slow down slow down instead you want to be thinking about what particular thing is going to make you successful on this drill right so what was that for you literally i was looking at the point i wanted to hit Exactly. So so. you used the quiet eye. You programmed Mm. your spots on all the targets. What else did you do? I knew I was prepping the trigger a little bit more. Yes, you focused on trigger control. So with steel, it's a little bit different than shooting paper. With paper, usually we're shooting two shots on paper. You're watching your sights go up and waiting for them to return before you pull the next shot. Right. So with steel, it's different. You're only taking one shot per target. Mm-hmm. So for that, we focus a little bit more on our finger. I mean, right. yeah, you've got to have your spot picked out. But if you picked out your spot, programmed your quiet eye, the sights are going to be there. Right. Just focus on pulling the trigger straight. Yeah. And so. I saw you do that, and you went bam, 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 done. <laughs> so like I said, it was <clears throat> fun. Like I said, that was a fun drill. I really did like that drill. Um that's something I can see Dave and myself doing a mm-hmm. lot when we go to the range. And trying to beat each other's times. Right. You'll have to give him a handicap because yes. he's shooting. Yeah, you know, open, so he got yeah. the red dot. So, But then he did say when we do this, he's going to turn his red dot off. So I was like, oh, I'll take every advantage I can get. <laughs> Honestly, he should be shooting without the red dot on close-range targets. Wow. He can put electrical tape on the outside of his optic, leaving mm-hmm. the top of it open, mm-hmm. and just use that on close-range targets Right. to force him to trust himself more. Right. Hmm. Where do you see that? Now, the last drill was very interesting because you said you normally do this in teams, but um, we had one person. We had riots. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened, yeah. riots. So we had um, one person that... Um, sat out 
and then we had three left in the class, and all the rest of the students got called to duty for the riots. Yeah. So this one right here was three targets set up, barrel, which are gun, started off, unloaded start, and now you're back at the same distance that it is from the barrel to the target. So it was about 30 feet in total. Was it a little bit further? The run? No, no, I'm saying the from... the distance to the target. Yeah, the distance to the target to the stake. I want to say it was like at least 30 feet because when I ran up, I literally... Well, I was taking short, choppy steps when I was running. So It was probably about seven yards from the start stick to mm. the shooting point, and then another seven yards or so from the shooting point to the targets. Okay. So now the thing was we we was all assigned a number and then Kita had to say a number and then the way it went was you only took four shots. So the first time you're called, one shot. The next time you're called, two shots, all the way up to four. It's progressive. Right. So now you just have to wait on your number and the thing that can mess you up if you're not paying attention is if you're focusing on somebody else, if they do two shots and you go up and it's your first time, you do two shots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got to pay attention to what you're doing, not focusing on other people. And, it really keeps um, you mentally engaged. Yes. So the whole time we're standing at the start line, all three of us are ready to jump because we're waiting on our number. But um, it, it was very like... Okay, that's re- not my number. That's and not my number. And then I refused to call Jessica Hook. Yeah. She was so ready to go. She wanted to go so bad. So I'm like, nope, I'm going to call these other guys. Nope, I'm going to call these other guys every yeah. single time. So like I said, this drill was pretty fun. But now this one was more to help you out with the understanding of, for one, understanding points and hit factor. And then the other concept of just focus on what you're doing with a little bit of stress of, get there load and shoot bringing pressure to your practice mm-hmm. bringing distraction to your practice and still having to keep on your game plan right so pretty fun drill and i would honestly say i felt like this class was seriously designed for me because if you go back and you happen to look at all the videos i've done whereas i was shooting on the move and then if you was actually see it after this weekend, you will see a big difference <laughs> in that movement on concept. But I honestly felt like this class was personally tailored to me. But I feel everybody in the class will say the same thing. That's yeah. that's possible. Yeah. But yeah, this is this is the way your brain works. Mm-hmm. So you were like a fish in water getting right. exactly what you needed out right. of this class. So, like I said, I do appreciate you coming to South Carolina and doing this class. <laughs> <laughs> and at the so, same time, giving me the extra insight of extra drills that will help with my game as well. It's like, oh, there are riots? I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, once again, um, if you get the opportunity... Please go check out 180firearmstraining.com and look and see where Kita's going to be at next. If you wanted to come to your area, contact her, and I'm pretty sure she knows somebody in your area who can make it happen. You know, so hit her up and 
I'll tell you, if you're looking for this class, go ahead and do it. <laughs> Take my word. Trust me. Go ahead and do it. It is something that is going to help you in your shooting career and in other forms of life also. You know, so. You can email me 180firearmstraining at gmail.com. It's 180firearmstraining at gmail.com. Now, what about um, your other social media? If people want to follow you and contact you that way as well. On Instagram, I'm Kita Bussy, K-I-T-A-B-U-S-S-E. On Facebook, I'm also Kita Bussy, K-I-T-A-B-U-S-S-E. And I have a business page on there as well. It's 180firearmstraining on Facebook. Uh, Kita Bussy on YouTube. And 180firearmstraining.com is my website. And, of course, again, my email is 180firearmstraining.com. That's it. So, once again, Akita, thank you for coming on to the M-W Tactical Podcast. And I'm pretty sure we will be getting you to come back to Columbia, South Carolina and doing another class here soon. Yeah, nice work this weekend. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. So, for everybody else, please stay in your seats and here are a few words from our sponsors. What's up, good people? Thank you for taking the time and listening to the M-W Tactical Podcast. Please, go visit the M-W Tactical store at www.m wtactical.com forward slash store and help support our efforts by purchasing a shirt or two. If you haven't done so, go follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for M-W Tactical. Are you in the market to purchase your first or next firearm but find the atmosphere of a gun store intimidating, crowded, or uninviting? There's a way for you to purchase the gun you want while avoiding the crowds, the gruff salesmen, and the marked up prices that come with a brick and mortar gun store. The process is called a transfer, where the purchase is made in an online store and sent to a federally licensed middleman called an FFL, who processes the paperwork and background check for a firearm purchase. CAE Transfers is the FFL with the lowest transfer cost in the Midlands at only $20 or $15 with the presentation of a South Carolina concealed weapons permit and $10 for repeat customers. If you live in Columbia, South Carolina or its surrounding areas, choose CAE Transfers as your FFL during checkout and let me help you complete your online gun purchase. You can find and follow CAE Transfers online at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using at CAE Transfers. Thank you for your business and I look forward to seeing you soon. JM4 Tactical has developed a state-of-the-art polymer holster that will quickly become your go-to holster. With high-quality hermit oak leather, securely sewn to the interior of the molded outer bolteron shell, your draw becomes silent and no more scratches up and down your firearm. When seconds count, you can rest assured that you will have the upper hand when you need it most. Whether you carry open or concealed, the Relic Holster is available in four different models, fitting over hundreds of different style guns. The new reliable, easy, light, individual carry holster by JM4 Tactical. Order your relic today at jm4tactical.com.
Hey, this is Brian Conley at Hunter's HD Gold. If you've never tried Hunter's HD Gold, then I challenge you to find me at a match next year. Go to the website under scheduled events, find out where I'm gonna be, come meet me in person and demo a pair for yourself. Find out why shooters across the United States are changing the Hunter's HD Gold to get 43% more light to their eyes, better contrast, eyes that are not fatigued at the end of the day based on the, the colors that we use, and find out the real meaning of why they change so you don't have to. So check us out on our website, huntershdgold.com, and I look forward to seeing you at the range soon. The gun cleaners. Our solvent is, I think, second to none. Our lube is second to none. Their lube's heavier than water, which is just a huge thing. People don't really put a lot of thought into that, just how huge that is to have on your gun, especially if you still carry. The gun cleaners. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, you're going to sweat a lot of the other lubes off. With ours, it'll stay there. The gun cleaners. And maintaining the quality of the process, the quality of the end result is another, and you guys are able to do both with the process that you have there. Order your supply of the lube and the solvent at www.theguncleaners.com. Thank you for taking the time to hang out with us on the M-W Tactical Podcast. Remember, a new podcast comes out every Tuesday. If you cannot wait for Tuesday, go and listen to past episodes to catch up on what you missed. Make sure you visit www.m-wtactical.com and see what all is offered on the site where you can't even purchase M-W Tactical Apparel. But please go to our Facebook and Instagram page and follow us on our journey in the sport of competition shooting and the realm of the 2A community. Until next week, keep shooting, keep practicing, and have fun.